This is 51st Dates, and I'm your host, Jolie Moore. They say that hindsight is 2020. I decided to find out if that's true. Every week, I'm going to read a chapter from my memoir, 51st Dates, then give you the backstory and commentary on what really went down. It's been two whole years since I went on these dates, and I'll be experiencing them along with you as I read. We'll find out together if my future self learned anything. I don't know if I have anything figured out, but at least we'll share some laughs along the way. Dating in Southern California is nothing if not entertaining. Ready? Strap in. Let's go. Welcome to 51st Dates. I'm your host, Julie Moore. How are you today? It is Sunday. I actually didn't go bike riding. I tried to sleep in and didn't even do that successfully. I didn't sleep that well last night. And it's been a long week. So I had one of those birthdays, you know, the ones that end in five or a zero. And it was a lot. It was a lot. It's, it just feels like, I'll say what I said. I, I, what it feels like is that I have been alive a really long time and I haven't achieved half, a third, a fifth of what I thought I would have, I guess, when I was younger. Um, and that's sort of hard to stare that in the face. But also, <laughs> I freaked out, had like a medical scare, by the way, in my mind. Um, and, you know, I made all these doctor's appointments as, you know, as the doctor the day before my birthday, the doctor the day after my birthday. And they seem not worried. Um, there's nothing to worry about. But I had a lot of panic moments where I thought, I can't leave an 11-year-old boy alone in this world. And I never got the great love that I wanted. So that was like, that was a, that was, that was a lot um, this week. So after that, I'm feeling mm, like 60% myself. Not quite yet fully in my body. But one of the things is I just care very little about a lot right now. So I cleaned off my desk yesterday and one of the things I did is apparently I had stacks, not stacks, they're a little more organized than that, but a lot of um, material on relationships. And I put it all in the recycle bin, not because I don't think the material is important or maybe not have something, but I'm so tired of trying to fix myself. Um, this is it. Like, I'm not perfect, but this is right now the best that I can do. And I don't know if it can be phenomenally better right now. I think that I suddenly, I don't know, maybe having a birthday, have a lot of clarity. I have a lot of clarity about how I want to live my life. I have a lot of clarity about what I want to do going forward. And I think I have a lot of clarity about relationships. And, well, whether or not I get it back on dating apps, I don't know. But right now, I'm really quite specific on what I want. And I think one of the main qualities that I think I want is I want someone that I'm in a romantic relationship with to be a good friend. And I don't think I've ever had that. You know, I think I may have talked about earlier, would I have been friends with any of the people I dated? And the answer is maybe one. And um, maybe so hard to know because it would have been a different sort of relationship. But they were not people 
I think I admired or I would spend time with outside of that attraction, that sort of chemical attraction, dopamine hit, the fact that they're really good looking or whatever. I think that all of that was all there was. There was really never anything more there. I wanted there to be more there. I wanted them to appreciate my intellect, you know, my varied interests, my chattiness, the fact that I like to cook, that I want to shop for organic food. Like I really sort of wanted them to appreciate all those aspects of me and they didn't. And one of the things that is um, maybe troubling is that I spent a lot of time with people who didn't like me and I still to this day, I mean, maybe they just want to have sex with me. Maybe that was it. And they put up with all the other chattiness, talking, whatever, because that's all they wanted. Um, it was interesting, sort of the last, second to last, whatever, guy, third to last, oh God. Um, one of the things he sort of said, so one of the things that's interesting is that since I talk so much, um, I think guys try to keep up. But what I'm learning is they often say the quiet part out loud. You know, <laughs> one's like, I'm a man child. I'm like, okay, that's clear. You know, one's like, I am perpetually unfaithful. Okay, that's clear. Um, but one of them was like, he said that basically what he did was try to appease women on the surface. And then as soon as they turned their back, he was going to do what he wanted. And I was like, okay, so it was like all the front-facing stuff I got was just appeasement to make me happy or make me not leave because, you know, one day he got on my nerves and I like got on my toys and went home. And that was interesting, but I don't think I'd be friends with somebody who was so two-faced or friends with somebody who was so immature or all of these things. And I think what I want in a partnership is all the lovey-dovey stuff, because who wouldn't want that? But I need somebody who's truly a friend that respects me and that I also respect their drive, their determination, their how they live, the kind of choices they make, the kind of thoughts they have, their political, um, their political leanings how they spend money, what they think about money, whether or not they're honest or dishonest in all of their dealings. And I got it. Like, that's what I want, and that's what I need. How I get it, I don't know. I'll think about it after Christmas. Right now, I'm just really looking forward to, like, hanging out with my kid um, during Thanksgiving and hanging out with some friends and just relaxing during Christmas. And come January 2022... It's going to be a different game. Don't know how I'm going to switch it up. Don't know how I'm going to change it. But it's time. Chapter 47. Superstition. December 13, Friday. I invited Mr. PT for soup because I wanted to see up close and personal what exactly a normal open guy looked like. So maybe I could study him like a specimen. Maybe use him as a roadmap to figure out exactly what I should be looking for. My head tells me I need a guy like Mr. P.T. My heart, well, my heart is a liar. It tells me I need Thunderbolt. How is he, you might ask? I know you didn't, but I'll tell you, he's fine. He's in the city where I was born. He had a great thing happen to him. 
On Monday, I was prying myself out of bed after reading too late and getting ready to go to the gym when my watch vibrated on my arm. Thunderbolt. I literally just got an email that the film was accepted. Obviously, this is the middle of the conversation we were having about whether his film had been accepted into a major festival abroad. There may have been screaming and jumping up and down in my kitchen. Then I did nothing. For the life of me, I couldn't think what I should say. Yeah, I know. Congratulations would have worked. And I may have said that two or three hours later, in between a Trader Joe's stop and a second supermarket on Santa Monica Boulevard. I thought long and hard over the last week about why in the hell it was so hard to respond to his text. Something that should have been easy was hard. I'm a grown-ass woman who is flustered by a text. Lots of meditation and driving because Los Angeles led me to the answer. It's fear. Fear of rejection. Fear of humiliation. Fear that this guy that I finally admitted to myself that I like will wake up from whatever fog he's in and realize that I'm too much crazy, too much work, too much fear bundled into a middle-aged female body and decide that he's get done. The best way to fix a problem like that? Focus on something or someone else. Like this very normal guy with a very normal job who wants a very normal relationship. Someone who's the complete opposite of me. Me. This spot, Beverly Soon Tofu, is one of my go-to favorites. No frills, but amazing soup. If you're gay, maybe we can meet up at three. I have to be in Santa Monica at seven or so on Friday night for a talk at the Unplugged Meditation Studio out there. Mr. PT, perfect. See you there at three for our soup date. Look at that. A reasonable, normal response. No random high, no weird back and forth, just straight up clear communication. I was thinking of even trying it myself. I had a lot of time yesterday between lunch with a friend and an event in a public library branch to think about what I should do next. So I composed a text to Thunderbolt. Me? Hey there. I've missed hanging out with you. Really looking forward to seeing you when you're back. Haven't sent it. Been thinking about it for about a minute or a few hours. 26 hours to be exact. Then sent it while I was waiting for Mr. PT. No response. I refused to check the iMessage red receipt. Then I went on to wait to start my date with Mr. T. PT. He was late. Half hour. Seriously? When I put down my phone, one of the waitresses came over. Still waiting? Traffic, I said. A date? I nodded. Let me move you to a better table, she said. Then she did. I got a great table in a cozy corner of one of my favorite Korean tofu soup places. When he finally came in, he sat next to me and not across from me. I wish I could say why that felt too intimate. I read him the menu and then we ordered soup. I love soup. I consumed the very warm and tasty soup. He talked. I talked. I thought about Thunderbolt. Like I had to pull my mind out of the clouds to try to focus on him. The only person that made me forget about anything else was Classic Car Guy. Even when Mr. PT complimented me, sat close enough to touch, I just couldn't muster up any feeling. I asked a lot of questions, got a lot of answers. He's a physical therapist because he had a really bad accident when he was young and stupid and admired how therapists put him back together. He went to tantric speed dating because he doesn't go online, doesn't do online dating apps. Obviously, I'm all about the apps but I didn't get into my year of sexual (laughs) exploration. He's only interested in meeting people in a more organic meetup. I'm not sure a singles meetup meets the definition of organic. Again, I kept my own counsel. I want to travel to Iceland or Egypt in March. He spends weekends in Victorville. You'll have to Google that location because I'm not. 
It's just not a match. I need someone who respects me with punctuality. I want someone who thinks more about art, music, museums, and the bigger issues in life. I love conversations about political theory, Renaissance art, and foreign travel. So he's nice, but not for me. He likes time with his family and eating and drinking and weekend casino trips. I can't even begin to see how someone like that would work. It's a life completely different from my own. Mr. P.T. hugged me. He kissed me on the mouth twice. Then I got into my car and took myself home to finish chapter nine of the book I'm working on. I sent a lovely thank you and took myself to a class called Meditation for Better Sex. It was interesting. Sex with Thunderbolt was already amazing. So it was kind of icing on the cake type of class. I'm not sure I'm ready to try the techniques from the class. I need the kind of intimacy that I don't have with anyone yet. My plan? To spend the rest of the weekend with myself. I have to finish writing a book, work on a marketing plan for 2020, maybe choose a place to travel with my son for spring break. Think about love and how to find it with someone who matches my, as we woo-woo Californians would say, spiritual vibration. I'm still 100% hopeful. Can I even tell you how apropos this is? Maybe I'm always in the same place at the same time of year, thought-wise, because reading this is its kind of enlightening. I wasn't getting what I wanted from Thunderbolt, but I wanted to somehow twist that pretzel into something I could bite into. This Mr. PT, I, I don't even know. I think he did go to casinos um, on the weekend, and I don't gamble. So... Um, I don't think it's a responsible use of money, but that's my whole thing based on my life and a lot of um, issues, family issues. So that's my like personal thing. Um, and it was just not a match. I mean, he was late. And I think, so I'm going to tell you, I think on the way when I was driving to meditation, um, he texted and, you know, my car reads texts and he was like, hey, I'm just like sitting back, kicking back with a beer in my backyard. If you'd like to come on over, that'd be great. And I was like, mm, no. I mean, obviously, he guess I guess he thought after two dates I was like hopping on over for sex. I don't know. Nope. Uh, nope. And no. He was normal. Um, other than being like horribly late, he was like fairly normal. Just not my kind of person, which is fine. Obviously, in 2020, I didn't go to Iceland or Egypt. I did want to go. I just didn't. It didn't happen. So... What I'm sort of left with is I, you know, I, I hear myself, I want to have this guy who talks about like art and literature and all that. And you know what? I, I met that guy. Um, I, I did. And um, I, I did. I had that conversation just yesterday. Um, it's really, the timing is crazy. So last night I was on the phone for like three hours having conversations about art and literature and music and foreign travel. Uh, we were talking about Sweden and Russia, um, whatever. And I just had that conversation and I met that person. And for a whole host of reasons, that person is probably not right for me. And it's sad in one sense, but super happy in another sense that I met that person and I recognize it. And if I meet a similar person in a context that um, allows for dating, I would actually do it. I would do it. No long hair, no creative job, but I still think I would do it. And that's a lot of growth.
I'm Jolie Moore, and this has been 51st Dates, the podcast. If you enjoyed listening, I hope you'll share, rate, and review it on Apple Podcasts. It will help others find the craziness that is dating in Southern California. Also, please hit the subscribe button on your podcast app. If you'd like to read ahead, my memoir, 51st Dates, is available wherever books are sold. A link is always included in the show notes. I'm also a romance writer. If you want to know more about my books, please visit joliemore.com for more information. You can also follow me on Instagram at xojoliemore and on all social media at the same handle, xojoliemore. Thanks for listening, and I'll be in your ears next week.